0: Grace and the Christian Life on this edition of Truth and Love. I'm Heath Lambert, and you're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of the Association of Certified Biblical Counselors where we seek to provide biblical solutions for the problems that people face. I am thrilled to be joined this week on the podcast by Dr. Ligon Duncan, the Chancellor and Chief Executive Officer of the Reformed Theological Seminary. We are glad you are with us, Dr. Duncan.
1: I'm thrilled to be here.
0: And we are, of course, together during the week of the ACBC Annual Conference on the Protestant Reformation, and everybody is looking forward to your talk on Sola Gratia. Uh, so we are really glad you're here and to talk to you about this topic this week on the podcast. Well,
1: any anytime someone invites me to preach on grace to a group <laughs> of Bible believing folks, it's a happy thing.
0: Well, that's good. We we can't wait to hear what you have to say. I've got a couple of questions for you about this topic. First of all, explain the doctrine of sola gratia. What is that?
1: Well, what we're trying to emphasize is that salvation is something that not only does God initiate, uh, he accomplishes. And and that means that we don't look to ourselves for salvation. As as Christians, we don't believe in Mm -hmm. self-salvation. We don't look to our worthiness. We don't look to our efforts. We don't look to our works. Uh, we don't even look to our faith as the basis or the ground of our salvation. Our faith is the way we receive mm-hmm. salvation, but we, we view salvation as a gift. It is a gift, it is a grant of God's love and goodness and grace to His people in Christ Jesus. And so uh, salvation from beginning to end is the provision of God, mm-hmm. and it's all of grace, it's a gift.
0: Now, when we use the phrase sola gratia, that is, of course, a Latin term, which harkens back to a certain historical context. Give us some background on the historical context of this term and why it was such an important doctrine, particularly at the time of the Reformation.
1: Well, in, in the Reformation time, there was a prominent stream of theology in the Roman Catholic Church that was emphasizing that salvation was something that was um there was a syncretism in salvation there was a contribution on the part of god and then there was a contribution on the part of the person and and there were various formulations of this you know there there were there were what you might have called semi pelagians and semi Augustinians. Uh, Pelagius was a teacher in the in the early days of the church in the 5th century who argued that man had to reach out to God first in order to be saved and though his teaching was officially rejected by the Roman Catholic Church in the in the 5th and 6th centuries there were there were aspects of that teaching that got into the bloodstream of medieval roman catholicism and so you have a kind of a semi-pelagianism that uh, that argues that there's this sort of uh, there's this prevenient grace given to everyone, and then everyone has the power to respond to that particular grace, and then the whole Christian life is sort of a—it's a motion of of activity in which we participate in our own salvation. And over against all of those kinds of teachings that were proliferating in the Roman Catholic Church in the Middle Ages, all of the reformers—Luther. Calvin, Zwingli, Bullinger, Cranmer, Knox, all of the reformers everywhere all over Europe said absolutely not. We do not contribute one drop right to our salvation and if we do we're all undone (laughs) if it's not all of grace we're really in trouble and and that that was a that that was a stunning slap on the face Mm -hmm. to what was the predominant theology of the of the medieval era Mm -hmm. and you can imagine how that would have spread like fire across Europe and the kind of assurance of salvation that that would have created in people—it's very interesting. In the next century, Robert Bellarmine, who was one of the major Roman Catholic controversialists against Protestantism, said that the that the the, the fundamental error of Protestantism—and you're expecting him to say, "Well, it must be justification by faith." That's going to mm-hmm. be the fundamental. He says it's assurance. And and the reason he says that Protestantism makes the mistake of assurance is because it teaches salvation is all of grace. Yeah. And um, mm. and of course he's exactly right. That, but uh, except that it's not the fundamental error. <laughs> he's really putting his finger on something that if you believe that salvation is all of grace, you can have assurance. Mm-hmm. But if you don't. You can't, yeah, because if we could lose our salvation, we would that's right, if we could mess it up, we would that's right, if we have contributed something to it, then there's clay that has been mixed in with the gold mm. and the solid foundation of grace, and so the 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 reformers have very helpfully clarified the Bible's teaching to that generation who had been confused by Roman Catholic uh, magisterial teaching for mm. a thousand years on those subjects.
0: Mm. That's what, aren't you so glad you're a Christian? Amen. <laughs> My goodness, praise the Lord. Amen. So even on assurance there, that's a beautiful reality that you're talking about. I want to be sure that people who are listening to this know that this has everything to do with their life right now today. So we have thousands of people that will listen to this in 50 countries. There might be a French pastor, a British housewife listening to this, and they might wonder, okay, that doctrine of grace, how does that matter to me right now today? What would you say to that person?
1: Well, there are several ways that it matters to us. One is what what God begins, He completes. Mm. You know, God if, if, if God has to save us by grace from the beginning, he saves us by grace to the end. Yeah. And in in the Christian life all of us get to places mm-hmm. where where we realize that if it depends on us we're not going to make it. Right. And just knowing and having confidence that God began by grace, he saved us through his own gift, it was through his own initiation and his own accomplishment, and he continues that. He won't, he won't let us go. Um, he will hold me fast, mm. Matt Merker has yeah. us sing, and that that's a message of of the ongoing grace yes. of the Christian life, for my Savior loves me so, mm. he will hold me fast. That's really important for us to know, yeah. because there, there are times when we know I can't hang on to God right now. Yeah. And, and the Lord hangs on to us by grace.
0: You're listening to Truth and Love, a podcast of ACBC. If you'd like more information about Dr. Duncan and his ministry, you can visit him at rts.edu. And if you'd like more information about ACBC, you can find us at biblicalcounseling.com.